It's so interesting because in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus spoke to us of things that were to come, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, pestilences. And Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. In 2021, the Chinese government launched a very huge rocket. And I don't know what it did in space, but it was getting ready to come back to Earth. And they were expecting a big fallout from a 20-ton, seven-story-high rocket. And the minute the newscaster talked about this, he said, now they don't know where it's going to fall. They know it's going to fall around 3 o'clock Eastern time in the United States, but they don't know where. I just prayed, God, please protect us. Let not your heart be troubled. There's always, it seems to me like, someone saying something that will trouble us whether it be a human being that we know or a television newscast. Let not your heart be troubled. And yet Jesus said there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. And he said there would be pestilences. And he said that there would be earthquakes in diverse places. I believe we keep our heart from being troubled by turning to God and asking Him for help. And also, we know, because we've been trained by God after we're born again, we know the Spirit of God warns us and guides us and helps us and shows us what to do. There is a young man in the Philippines who contacted me several years ago. He identified himself as a pastor. And he told me that he had been reading our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortation, and he was very interested in what I was writing. He said he thoroughly agreed with the doctrine that they shouldn't be calling themselves reverend. He said those preachers in the Philippines love to call themselves reverend. And I was pointing out that it's idolatry. They're wanting the praise of men. Because in the Bible, no man called himself reverend. It says that God's name, holy and reverend, is God's name. But no man called himself reverend. What did Paul call himself? Paul called himself an apostle, a teacher, and a preacher. And he frequently identified himself to the church in the first verse of each of his epistles. Paul, an apostle, not of man, but of God. Paul, an apostle. And he also talked about being a teacher and being a preacher. Peter, same thing, an apostle and an elder. They didn't call themselves reverend. Reverend implies you're to bow down to them and really, really hold them up in a high esteem on a pedestal. There's no place in the Bible that any man called himself reverend. The Bible is the thing that shows us what to do and what not to do. Well, this young pastor had been living on church property, I think he said since he was 18 years old. 
he now had a wife and a young child. When he spoke this doctrine to their church group, they were just furious with him. They demanded that him that he vacate church property within a week. I told him, do as Paul. Get a secular job. Support yourself and your family. As Paul supported himself by a secular job. Paul was a tent maker. And Paul preached on the side when he had time. And I said, just get a secular job. Support yourself. He didn't do that. He just disappeared from me for about three years. When I heard from him the next time, it was a plea for money because he said a, an earthquake destroyed their houses in the Philippines where he lived. And he wanted me to send him money. Now, I think he was probably still living in the church housing there where he attended church, where he was a pastor. But I think he recanted the thing about reverend in order to please the people. Because I didn't hear a word from him for about three years. Usually their silence means they have gone another way. And when the earthquake hit in the Philippines, I was thinking of about it, what if he had gone out and gotten a secular job? Why, he might not have even lived in the place where the earthquake hit had he been following God. Often I have prayed, Oh God, please don't let that happen to us. Please don't let that happen. Please protect us. Let not your heart be troubled. In April 2021, a report appeared on CNN which said the earth had shifted on its axis. Now, CNN and the people were using this report to try to get people to pay attention to climate control, to what people can supposedly do to control the climate. The scientists went on to say that this Earth shifting on its axis was caused by the changing climate, which they said people had caused. This made no sense at all to me. But they don't know the Bible. Who is it that created the solar system, the heavens and the earth, and put them in place, and put all the stars in place? And how did he do that? How did God put everything in place? He spoke to it by his word. He created everything by his word. When the flood came upon Noah, God caused the flood. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, after the flood, God said this, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. It will continue until God brings an end to this world, which he will do by fire, because we know that by Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10. 
But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. Now, who is it that's going to cause the heavens to pass away? It's certainly not gas-driven automobiles. It's not going to be man who causes the heavens to pass away. There are a couple of scriptures, one in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament, which talks about the heavens will roll up together as a scroll. Only God could cause that to happen. Only God could cause seed time and harvest to cease. Only God could cause summer and winter to cease. And yet they're explaining it as if man is causing it, the climate change. See, this is something that really, I just don't pay attention to their climate changing. I did on this subject of the earth slipping on its axis. Because I've had a dream where the earth slipped on its axis. But in that dream, the government and the scientists and the religious leaders were meeting together to try to see what they could do about this earth moving on its axis. A television reporter in the dream was trying to give it on TV news, the story. But he was so frightened, he just stopped talking in the middle of his newscast and walked off camera because he was really frightened. The current report of the earth slipping on its axis did not bring that type of reaction. I'm not even sure they announced it on the television news. I saw it on CNN and USA Today. And then there was no mention of it again. And they said humans were causing it because... The glaciers in the Arctic were breaking, and then that's loosing all this water, which is flowing, and it was causing an abnormal weight on the Earth (laughs) to move it in the solar system. Now, really, do you believe that? Based on all the things you know about the Bible, do you really believe something that like that is going to cause the Earth to move? There are many scriptures which tell us that God will cause the earth to move before Jesus returns. But I just don't believe that that has the power to move the earth in the solar system. God created the heavens and earth, and by the word of God, he's keeping the earth in place until the time that he destroys it by fire. This is what Peter tells us in Second Peter chapter 3, starting at verse 5, Peter says, For this they are willingly ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that was then being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. The same word that caused the flood to come, that caused the people to perish by the flood, that same word is causing the heavens and the earth, which are now, 
to be kept in store until the end, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. At the end of this world, God himself will shake the heavens and the earth. Isaiah 13, 13, God says, Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Jesus spoke of it in Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. These things will be done by God, not by man. The destruction of this earth will come by God and not by man. And the destruction of the heavens will come by God and not by man. And God will remove his elect from this earth before the fire destroys this earth. And the elect of God who are raised from off this earth will be taken into heaven to be with Jesus and with the elect of God who have died and been raised from the dead. And they will all gather in the air to be taken to the new heaven and the new earth created by God for the elect of God, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Revelation 21. The Apostle John says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. The people of this world do not know these things of the Bible, but we who are the elect of God know the things of the Bible, and God has freely told us what will happen at the end of this world. One more scripture. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians 4. Start at verse 13. 
Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those people who have died, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain on the earth unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. The ones alive on the earth will not rise before the ones who are already dead and are in Jesus are resurrected by Jesus and taken into the air by Jesus. Then the ones who are alive on the earth will be raised. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. In the Bible, we see what's going to happen at the end time. We see a certain ordering of what will happen at the end time. But we can know one thing. We who are the elect of God, born again, chosen by God, by his own will, we who are the church will be cared for by God. And Paul said God has not appointed us to wrath. But we'll be saved through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled over these things. We turn to God in prayer if we're concerned and allow God to settle us by the word of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.